0: chapter five of grandpa's darlings by pansy this librivox recording is in the public domain chapter five showers and sunshine minnie spent one very happy day in packing her trunk that queer little trunk i wish you could have seen it it was the shape and color of papa's had a lock and key and leather strap everything complete but it was so little and cunning that even minnie could drag it around by the handle after it was packed well it was locked and strapped and marked a card tacked on the end like papa's with minnie's full name and place of residence was she going on a journey bless your heart no she was going down the garden walk to grandpa's to spend a week for papa and mamma were going to buffalo such a time as we had getting that trunk packed to her satisfaction she couldn't have been more particular if she had been a young lady getting ready for saratoga or long branch at last everything was ready and we stood on the steps watching papa and mamma start minnie's cheeks were pretty red there were two tears in her eyes and a hard lump in her throat she kept swallowing and swallowing and trying hard not to cry and she didn't for just at that happy moment who would drive up but grandpa in the big wagon and with the shop-boy beside him out they both jumped is this trunk ready asked grandpa with a very business-like air then they both took hold grandpa at one end and the boy at the other exactly as the carmen had just done with papa's and minnie very much interested watched them place it in the wagon and in giving directions and cautions as papa had done forgot to cry for all that it was a very sober little body who took hold of my hand a few minutes afterward and started on her journey down the garden she gave me some good advice on the way auntie Bell, you must say your prayers every night and morning always no matter if your mamma is away because god isn't away you know he never packs his trunk and goes a journey and you needn't stop saying them because your mamma's knee is gone away because grandma's knee is just as good but i haven't any grandma said wicked eye willing to see what the sober little brain would answer my grandma went to heaven years ago what can i do in such a case why there's grandpa she said eagerly oh no you haven't got any grandpa either poor auntie bell no grandpa nor grandma what will you do well i know you can go right straight to god's knee then that will do just as well because he never will die and go to heaven he always stays then the advice went on and you must be a good girl when your mamma is away and do just what she would like same as if she could see you cause god sees you all the time you know in the dark night and all and he won't like it if you don't please your mamma he said so i received this kind advice very soberly and i hope it did me good it is certain that in my later days i have had a good deal of that thing given me that was neither so sensible nor so gently given as this all through the long summer day minnie was brave and bright she took her nap on grandma's bed instead of mamma's where she had always been before she went to walk with me and shut her eyes and talked very fast when she passed papa's office she went through with the undressing for bed at night without a misgiving popped her head into her pretty nightgown and came up the other side of it with a chuckle of pleasure she even knelt down and folded her sweet hands and murmured her now i lay me even to the bless dear papa and dear mamma and take good care of them all night for jesus sake amen without a single tear her womanly little heart had taken in the mother's teaching grandma's knee will do just as well it was not until the clothes had been folded away in a nice pile, ready for morning, and the boots and stockings laid beside them, by the neat little maiden herself, that, as she sat on Grandma's knee, and Auntie Duel brought the brimming glass of cold water that was always her last thing before eyes go shut, a great sense of her loss and her loneliness suddenly rolled over her and with one pitiful wail that touches my heart to think of even to-day she sobbed out why can't my mamma hold it and burying her head on grandma's neck she cried as if her little heart was entirely broken what a time we had of it then how we all tried to comfort her at once how auntie Dool sputtered in indignation when i have a baby i won't go to new york nor anywhere else and leave her how grandma snuggled her and kissed her and whispered sweet little words in her ear how at last grandpa walking the floor grieved to the heart with her heavy sobs said suddenly i wonder where the lady is that that trunk belongs to what trunk asked grandma why a trunk that i brought in my big wagon today they said there was a young lady coming to spend a week with us and i thought we were going to have some pleasant times i don't see why she didn't come i'm disappointed the wailing in grandma's neck suddenly stopped minnie sat up straight wiped her red eyes on her nightgown then said earnestly why she did come papa i'm the young lady You said, Grandpa, stopping in his walk and looking down at her. It can't be. Aren't you the child I heard crying? Young ladies don't cry when they go to visit their friends. They are glad to go visiting, and they have a real nice time. There must be some mistake. No, said Minnie positively. I'm the young lady, and I don't cry either, not a bit at all. No, indeed. And her eyes shone like two stars. Not another cry did we hear from Minnie, though she stayed with us a week and three days. No young lady could have behaved more properly or enjoyed herself more thoroughly than did she, and a nice time we had. She brought her kitten with her. It deserves telling about. It was a pretty brown thing as far as kittens go, though I'm no lover of the biting, scratching little wretches but oh how minnie loved hers and grandpa didn't in fact i hardly ever knew anyone who had such a dislike for cats as grandpa had we never kept any and he never allowed one to come inside the garden gate if he could help it he didn't want minnie to have one and for a long time her mamma wouldn't allow it but dear me how are you going to keep kittens away from children or children away from kittens in this world there's my ray half wild at the sight of one well minnie was just as bad and a kitten she got somehow we hardly know how and she brought it with her down to grandpa's we all agreed that it must be kept out of grandpa's way it would never do to annoy him with the sight and sound of it so it was carefully put away before business hours were over and grandpa at leisure but one evening we left the woodhouse door open for about two minutes and in popped kitty hiding herself under the lounge until we had all forgotten her and were in the sitting-room grandpa with his glasses and the evening paper then she walked in and of all the places in the world to choose she sidled up to grandpa rubbing against his slippers and filling the room with that horrid purr that is so particularly disagreeable to people who dislike cats minnie's face was a study then she slid down from my arms and went softly and swiftly around to grandpa's knee faithful to her little brown disobedient darling even while she trembled for it not that she was afraid grandpa would hurt it dear me no grandpa never really hurt anything but he would be almost certain to jump and say that heart-rending scat and more than likely he would give it a gentle push with the toe of his slipper to help it along and it seemed to minnie as if any of these things would just about break her heart so she stood watching at grandpa's knee saying not a word once she tried to take up the naughty kitten But it drew away from her and actually mewed quite loud it seemed bent on its own destruction just then grandpa noticed it he dropped his paper leaned forward and looked first at minnie then at the kitten then he said in a tone as gentle as minnie's own poor pussy could we believe our eyes what did he do next but reach down and put minnie on one knee and the kitten on the other well 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 said grandma growing more earnest over each word wonders will never end if there you don't sit holding a kitten what next grandpa stroked the brown-headed darling with his right hand and patted the kitty with his left as he said she is a young lady visiting us you know we must be very polite to company there was a change in the order of things after that kitty came and went freely undisturbed by anybody least of all by grandpa the little maiden even dumped it into his arms to hold whenever she wanted to feel very safe about it i never could discover that grandpa grew very fond of other cats he scattered them as promptly as before whenever they appeared on the wrong side of his fence but that particular little brown kitten was minnie's darling and minnie was grandpa's darling i mean that she shed no tears over her father's and mother's absence she had her trials however one warm afternoon i found her sitting on her low stool just in the shadow of grandma's door her wee white apron doing duty to catch the tears that were slowly dropping one by one from the tip of her bit of a nose in surprise and dismay i picked her up and carried her out to the privacy of the corner sofa to tell me what was the matter little by little between heavy sobs and several tears the sad story was told she had been watching grandma take out her toosies and rubbed them and put them in a tumbler and she went to the kitchen and got another tumbler and was going to put her twosies in it and they wouldn't come out they stuck just as fast though she pulled and pulled she even took the sharp-pointed little scissors to them and made the lud come but the teeth wouldn't stir at all she didn't think they were made like grandmas at all something was wrong about them grandma didn't have a bit of trouble hers slipped out just as easy now wasn't that trouble real genuine trouble too grandpa said when we told him you needn't laugh about it it is as real to her as most of our trials are to us but the idea of crying because her little pearls of teeth are her own instead of being false ones put on a plate said grandma who ever heard the like just as if she wasn't enough sight better off with them fastened in tight ay said grandpa but the thing is to make her believe it i suspect you and i are better off this minute without something that we think we want than we would be if we had it only how are we going to be convinced of it whoever undertook it would have as hard work as auntie did trying to prove that real teeth were better than false ones and i don't suppose you succeeded he said turning to me no said i thoughtfully i don't believe i did the other day that same minnie a tall slip of a girl with nothing about her like the minnie of babyhood except her brown eyes walked into my house her strap of schoolbooks on her shoulder and a very dismal look on her face auntie bell she said only think i have seventeen teeth that will need to be filled and the dentist said he didn't believe they were any of them worth filling he said he shouldn't wonder if i should have to have false teeth before long won't that be horrid taking out teeth and putting them in ah Aha," said i people change their opinions sometimes Then i told her the story of the little maiden behind the door weeping her apron full of tears do you know what she said she laughed merrily then she said oh what a little ninny oh dear me i feel real bad about my teeth auntie bell i'm wiser than i was then and as she went away swinging her strap i wondered what she would say about herself and her wisdom after ten years more were added to her life. End of chapter five.